0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Rockin' the Carolinas Bad night, folks, bad night I'm your host, Lee Clark Join me tonight, I have two fine, fine people joining me tonight First off, Colin Jones How are you doing tonight, man, It's going Sorry. great, and also joining us tonight is Lauren Hello. Lauren Moore, how are you doing?
1: Alright, how are you?
0: I'm not, I'm not good I'm not good.
1: I understand. Me neither. It was
0: a rough night. It was it was a very very rough night. We we played like crap. I,
2: I don't know
0: if I've ever. You know we kind of wrote off the Toronto game, but geez Louise, Colin, uh, what what can you say about tonight's game? Can you, can you give any positives at all about tonight's you game?
2: Uh,
3: The only positive you can really bring out of it is uh, Jordan Stahl. Uh, He had one goal, and an interesting fact um, was that he remained even on the night. Uh, In in a 7-1 game, that's uh, pretty crazy to end the night even. So, Jordan Stahl had a goal into the night even. I think that's about the only positive you can bring out of it that his line there um, brought some physicality, because right now he's leading the team at hits. And, um, you know, he shut down his small sector of what he could of uh, Boston. But, yeah, that's about all you can take out of a positive out of that 7-1 loss. That's that's about it. Yeah, yeah, I
0: I agree. That's about all you can – Lauren, your opinion, can you take any positive out of tonight's game?
1: That was the only positive, literally. I, I do not have a different one.
0: Yeah, I, I have to agree. I don't think I, maybe even Tavio uh, Taravanan being my
4: positive,
0: mainly because he was he, he was, you know, he had the assist. He was actually even as well. Um, Actually, uh, let's do some negatives for our team's sake. Let's do a negative as well. I'm going to start off with my negative, and actually I'm going to call out your boy, Colin, Derek Ryan. I'm calling out your boy. Minus five tonight. Worst on the team tied with Skinner at minus five. I'm calling out your boy. Derek Ryan did not look good at all tonight. I mean, then again, none of the team did, but he just looked exceptionally bad, and minus five on night is not good. So that is my negative of the game. If you could pick one player negative, who would you choose, Colin?
3: Um, I really think that, and I totally agree there, on the uh, Ryan Skinner line there, um, coming up way short of what they could have done, because had the Ryan Skinner line brought some sort of um, – consistency there and um, been able to stay par with what Jordan Stahl's line was doing, you might would have seen a different hockey game. Um, But my negative player of the night is uh, Scott Darling. You know, you'll hear that a majority of the goals when he was in there were not his fault, and that might be true as well, but he had an opportunity to come in here tonight. um, Five goals against, he had an opportunity to really Solidified that he was, should be that starting goalie. And he had an opportunity to save a game here and really hold up a wall. And he didn't do that. Um, so I say it's a big negative there, as I was Scott Darling.
0: I agree. And actually, it kind of, you know, this is, I actually was going to play this for Darling, but it kind of made me think there for a second. I I really I really think this is exactly what Bill Peters Lauren we'll get to you in a second for your negative player of the game so to speak but this is exactly what I figured Bill Peters said when he pulled I know we'll get to this in a few seconds uh, after Lawrence but this is exactly what I thought of when Bill Peters when when Ward got to the bench this is exactly what. Peter said to him.
4: Very good.
2: Very good.
0: You know something?
4: Nothing for you.
0: We'll come back. One year.
2: Next.
0: Yeah, we'll get into the Peter's pulling Ward situation here a bit, but that was an awful situation. And like you said, that was, that was Darling's chance to really step up and shut things down and prove that he's got his head back on, that was. That was great. But, Lauren, who is your negative player for the Canes of the
3: game?
1: He actually took mine. I was actually totally going to, you know, I I kind of really agree. Uh, You know me, guys. I've been really pulling for Darling Hard lately. I really have. And, you know, I was shocked when word was pulled. I have to say that. Um, This was your opportunity to show us what you got. That doesn't mean you let in five more goals. <laughs> I mean, there was a reason the was small. I just, uh, again, there's just not much to say about this game. I just, yeah,
0: this one hurt. This
4: yeah, one hurt it's,
0: pretty, it's pretty tough. It, it was really, really bad. And let's get into that. Talk about, let's definitely talk about the, Peters pulling Ward Situation I want to go to Colin first You know Mm -hmm. I know we discussed it a lot in our group Chat but I want to get your thoughts Colin On first and then we'll Go to Lauren and then I'll give My thoughts but Colin your thoughts On Peters pulling Ward Right after two quick shots And two goals
3: Yeah uh, they weren't great Definitely the two goals that Ward Gave up Uh, they were weak Um, But Two goals there very early that he gave up. Um, he Ward had no time to settle himself. Um, had Peters given Ward time to settle himself, and then Ward gave up another one or maybe two more, and then you have a three-four-zero game in the first period. I think I think that would have been a more appropriate time to pull Cam Ward. Um, but you have a decade-long goalie and Cam Ward and you pull him after five-ish minutes into the first after he gives up um, two really soft ones, I think that's a bit classless. Uh, I think Cam Ward definitely should have had time to settle himself. I, I really think he should have had an entire period. I think that should have been, if he was going to pull him, it should yeah. have been handled in the first intermission. Uh, definitely not right there after the first five minutes. Um, because I, def- I the way Cam Ward plays, uh, he will let in a couple weak ones, but you usually see a solidified period after that. So I definitely think that you would have gotten out of the first period with a 2 nothing game or a 2-1 game had Jordan Stiles still scored. So I really think pulling Cam Ward was way too early. Now, it could have been the right move 10 minutes later in the period, maybe eight minutes later in the period when he had given up 2-4, to four. I mean, two more goals, made it a 4-0 game. I think that was when the Ward pull might have been a good move. But I think Ward, as a decade-long goalie uh, for a franchise, you give him a period. You don't pull him after five minutes with two goals. um, To give it to Scott Darling, who's not a starter right now, he's not playing like a starter, um, to come in here and make it a 7-1 game, Uh, I don't think, Ward playing three periods gives you a 7 1 game. I think Ward definitely keeps it to three, maybe four in three periods. So I think it's definitely the wrong move. It was way too early, and I think it was classless on a decade long goalie, and that's just me. Yeah,
1: definitely. And can I just say something real quick? And we've talked about yeah, this it's on your the turn, show before. your turn,
4: Lauren. You can go right yeah.
1: ahead. I'm just going to say, we've talked about this on the show before, where. Peters likes to punish his players. And I have to say, honestly, my opinion is I think that sets a tone for the entire game because, you, I mean, all we know that Ward is a hell of a goalie. We know that he is. Look at what he's done for us in the past few games. I mean, he had a shutout last game against the defending champion. So, I mean – I think I really think that punishing for letting in two goals in the in the first few i get it i I get to leave you know you're not happy about letting in two goals in the first you know top five ten minutes, whatever I get it we weren't either, but that doesn't mean you punish your players, your best players I mean you know again, like we said, you know there's been times where Skinner hasn't played because he's been punished. And now all of a sudden you know, Ward gets played and we lose by six points? That's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not really I'm not really happy about it at all. You know, my thoughts on it, you know, I love Ward. I'm a you know, I'm a huge Ward supporter, but I always I, you know, I'm the kind of guy that will criticize when criticized. Dude, yeah, he gave up two salties. And I'll admit it, being a I've been a goalie before. If you ever have a shutout, you know, you ride that high coming in the next game, you might get, you might be a little bit too antsy, you know, not really quite settled. You're riding the adrenaline high. You get beat too, for two quick goals. Then you kind of get that, like, ah, you know, hey, I need to settle in. I need to settle in. And we've seen that plenty of times in the NHL this year where we've had goalies that given up two quick goals and they end up settling in. They may give up a third or a fourth goal, but they keep you in the game and give you the opportunities to win. And I really don't like it. I really question that with Peters. Like, you left Darling out there for eight goals. but you, And then we've always had questionable times why you didn't pull a goalie in certain games. But now you give Ward the quick cook off right off of a shutout?
2: Right off the bat.
0: I mean, right he, off the bat? I, I really don't understand it. it it's really – it's really – difficult for me to understand and then Darling comes in and he just plays god awful. And like yeah, Tom said, this is his chance to do something. This is a chance to show that he can be a number one. You know, or come in and stop a ble- stop the bleeding. Yeah we got one goal, but what happened less than two minutes after that? Another goal. And then another goal. And then another goal. And all of a sudden what do we know? It's five to one in the first period.
1: Yeah, as much as R re- Darling was my red headed buddy, I'm ready to trade him.
0: Oh, Colin, what would you think about trading Scott Darling? Could would someone take him off our hands with his contract? Four million plus over four more years?
3: Uh, with the last with the Toronto game and the Boston game, I think the return would would be slim on what you should get. Uh, you got to remember that we stolen from Chicago for what? What was it? A, a fifth? Was it a fifth? I believe uh, so. So I mean, you you know, you're really you're dumping a contract there. If you can get you know a solidified backup and roll with Cam Ward as your starter. You know, if you can see – if you see a consistent Cam Ward of what you've seen the past, you know, ever-so games here um, since, what is it, November 11th when he's been on this tear here, if you can get that consistent Ward, I would trade for a consistent backup. Yes. You need you need a return, though, because you have a potential starting goalie in Scott Darling when he settles. Um. I don't. It's not going to happen uh, because I, Ron Francis does believe in that four-year deal that he signed or else he wouldn't have signed it. Yeah. Um, that and way. then he, he's going to believe that he's going to become the starter. And he's probably believing in an extension after that to be a starter. And I hope it happens too. I mean, I hoped it happened when he got signed. I wanted him to become the starter at that point. And I wanted Ward to be able to come in in that backup role and just dominate when he had rest. So, you know, we just need Darling to settle into a role here in Carolina, wherever that might be. And, um, you know, but I, I don't think that, you know, trading him is definitely not going to happen, but um, yeah, the return would definitely have to be there. Yeah, just
0: hypothetical. Now let's talk about, Something. Well, we're, 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 uh, we're, how we, long do
1: you expect that to happen, though? I mean, how long does he need to settle in? He has had plenty of time. And
0: I'm sorry. I to touch on you, no, it's all right. I mean, yeah, he's had, well, you look at it, he's had a half a season to settle in. He's never been a starter. You know, I give him the rest of the season, definitely, you know, but, you know, like, said the trade's definitely not going to happen, but I'll you know, give him the rest of the season. And But, I mean, yeah, Ward's had a phenomenal streak lately, and it, just, it, it seems like he has one bad game. Yeah, he gave up five goals the other night, but he kept us in the game.
1: But this isn't one you know? game no, but either.
0: This is one bad game.
1: Are we going to let Yeah, this one bad off? game, and Go? everybody
0: wants to execute him. It doesn't make sense at all to me. Everybody wants to execute them for one bad game,
2: and but then
0: when Darling comes in, they want to blame everything on their defense.
3: That no, I have to agree there.
1: Yeah. I mean, y'all know I am a Darling supporter, you know, but but when it comes to winning, when it comes to the playoffs and the Stanley Cup, I want to win. I'm not your friend. I want to win. <laughs> I mean, I hate to be that way, but it, I mean, and I and if it was me, it was another If it was me, who was, group, if it was a role manager. I would have, to, I would do what it takes to win. Whether and again, I'm not your friend. I want to win. I, I get it, but I
2: mean,
1: I, I, we we give them some other topic. I was going to death, but. I, we've obviously seen that we need Ward as number one. But then again, as number one, we overwork Ward. So I I don't know. I, I think we need a reliable, good number two. Or good, reliable number one with Ward as number two.
0: Exactly, exactly. And let's let's talk about what we would like to see now. We talked about you know what Peter said Let's do a little hypothetical situation. If we were the coach right now, we're down 2-0, five minutes into the game. Ward's giving up two softies. What would you have done the rest of the game, Colin? And then we'll go to Lauren. What would you have done, you know, hypothetical? Would you have pulled Ward? You know, what would you have done? Would you change up some lines to give the spark? Would you send someone out there to fight? What would you have done or like to see happen with the Canes? You no, know, especially – you know, even if you left Darling in, going down 2-1 would you, and then going down 3, would you like to see one of the Canes step up and fight? What would you like to see done?
3: Um, at 2-0, I would have called the timeout. And I know that um, fours, I think it was fours, so it might have been Tracy called for the timeout there, saying that Peter should have called for the timeout at, I think it was like 4-1 or something like that. Um, I would have called the timeout at 2-0, kind of regrouped, and brought the team back down to level-headed. The lines would have been shuffled at that point to just get a spark rolling and um, sent Broughton again, like you said, out to start some sort of physicality. Um, Not exactly on a straight line for a fight, but just some sort of physicality. At that point, you know, big hit, something. Um, between him or maybe Hannifin, because uh, Hannifin showed it in Florida that he could really get something going as far as a spark. So I would have liked to um, call the timeout at 2-0, shuffle the lines, left Cam Ward in, um, and sent either Brock McGinn or Noah Hannifin or both to start physicality, um, and which would probably have likely ended up in a fight. Um, and that, that changes your tone for the rest of the game, especially in that period, uh, to try to get some offense going. I think you still see a power play goal by Stahl there with my solution. Um, and if Ward gives up uh, another one within five minutes, I think you pull him and put it in Darlin. Um, and then you, you still end up with a 7 1 game, no matter where you cut it because both goalies weren't seeing the puck. But it doesn't really matter at that point because. You've just ended up with a goalie situation. But I think that um, you wait. You definitely wait. It's not time at um, five minutes into the game when you pull Cam at 2-0. Um, so, yeah, that's my solution.
0: Lauren, your thoughts on uh, what would you have done a little bit differently in this game if you were the coach? Uh,
1: well, I definitely agree with after two goals we would have regrouped. Um, you know, um, two goals that quick, yeah, we would have definitely regrouped, um, but I, and I wouldn't have taken Ward out that early by no means. But even okay, hypothetically, we've already taken Ward out. After Darling has let in that many more goals, we'd have been bringing Ward back in. No, no questions asked. Period. But um, I, I definitely think so that. Um, I probably would have played Skinner, uh played our top players more. Skinner, Rash, Tava, Ryan. i mean, you know, definitely would have played those guys more. Uh we you know, especially with Ajo being out the rest of the game. We're gonna need that backup, we're gonna need that support, we're gonna need those goals. So you know, um but it is what it is.
0: <laughs> exactly. Now, uh, my thoughts, and then we're going to get around a little bit around the NHL and then talk a little bit of junior hockey, the world juniors, and then uh, get on some Yager talk as well before we end the show tonight. But uh, my thoughts on if I could do anything different, you know, tour like Con said, I would have called a timeout immediately then. And then I would have called on a little Samuel L. Jackson as Jules Winfield. And I would actually, you know, I'm going to play a little clip here. <laughs> uh, it's pretty funny. We always love we love it here at Rocking the Carolinas. You know, this is I believe, at the Espies many, many years ago. Uh, and it had Chelios in it. And this is a really funny clip here. And it, it is vulgar, but it is bleeped out. In case there's any kids listening, it is bleeped out. So, it is censored. But uh, this is a pretty funny clip. And this is kind of what I wish, you know, if we had time out, just kind of this clip and this coach to – just
1: went back into shape. We uh, need Scotty
2: Bowman, you know, you know, one of the greatest coaches in sports history. What can you say about him that hasn't already been said? Nine Stanley Cups. Uh, was he my favorite coach? I don't think so. Uh, I had this guy in youth hockey. Boy, he was really something.
4: Do I look like a? Do I look like? nah well why are you skating for me like this? Huh?
2: well he was more than just a coach uh, he was really a teacher
4: work that pump that's the way I like it what the hell would... you gonna let him stand in here like a... hold it just because you look like the gift don't I mean you play like the gift don't let him stand in here and punk you like you patting him on the legs give him the a shot. be a bad mother here you go Let's go!
2: There wasn't really a practice that went by that I didn't learn something new um, and useful.
4: One, drop your glove. Two, catch jersey. Three, over the head. And where I'm from, we call this the Inglewood Jack. say? Inglewood Jack! That's the way. Inglewood Jack! Yeah! Inglewood Jack.
2: The guy was all about growth, uh, mental, physical, I mean, even spiritual.
4: And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. There's some coaches out there who, who are, you know, the tyranny of evil men. I tried myself to just be a shepherd. Inglewood Jack! Englewood In- Jack! At most, you know, maintain an air of cool. Get it, get it, get it. Oh! Get out! Get out, guys! Let's go!
2: You know, clearly I took some inspiration from Coach Schulz but that was a long time ago. I guess you could say I just outgrew him. Outgrew me?
4: That ungrateful son of a bitch couldn't even spell hockey before he met me.
2: Jules Winfield. Man, nah, it'd be kind of cool to see him again.
4: The next time I see him, I'm going to take Lord Stanley's cup and shove it right up his candy ass.
2: I should call him.
4: Anytime, place, Bring it on, mother. Just bring it on.
1: All right, and we're back. Lee, with Sawareth?
3: Yeah, so I think the recently through that clip in there was to kind of see uh, if we thought that a coach like that would fit well in Carolina. Um, do you think you yes. would like a coach like that? <laughs>
1: yes. This is him as a coach, 100%. Like, I'm, like, ready to sign him now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, y'all. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I kind of dropped off the planet there for a second, but I'm back. Uh, I didn't realize I dropped the call there for a second, but uh, I'm back in. Um, Yeah, I just played that. That was kind of funny. That would be a pretty cool coach to have, you know, and I think that's what I would like to see. And then going around the NHL tonight, um, there's no games that really matter to us really when it came to playoff standings besides the Rangers game. And like I said in the pregame, even if the Rangers won and we won, we would still be in the second wild card spot, even though we would be tied in points with them because they have the tiebreaker over us for beating us twice earlier this year. So they would hold that tiebreaker. They did end up going to a shootout against the Coyotes. But to run down the other games, Senators actually knocked off the Lightning in six 6-3. Um, Stars beat the Oilers 5-1. Maple Leafs beat the Canucks 3 Two Flyers beat the Blues in the early game, 6-3. Predators are up on the Kings, one nothing right now. Flames are up on the Ducks, 2-0. And the Avalanche are up on the Wild, 5-2. And that's actually a good little thing right here. The Avalanche has been on fire lately. Uh, that's uh, interesting to see. But the main thing that, you know, I just want to run that down, but, you know, it doesn't really hold much. You know, we're still in the second wildcard spot, so it, that's good to see. But let's get on to another topic. Because uh, we don't have a tremendous amount of time left on the show, but uh, let's get to uh, one of the topics that we discussed in the group earlier, and we've seen really promoted and out there on every you know media site out there was the World Juniors yesterday. You know, Canada beat Sweden for the gold, and Sweden's captain. During the medal ceremony, when he came up to get his medal, he really didn't want it at first. He he didn't even want to put it around his neck. Like as soon as he got it off his neck, he took it off. It was interesting because if you really didn't pay attention, you wouldn't see the medal flying off him throwing the medal. You can see in the background he threw his medal off into the stands. He was like, "Screw it! I'm done. I don't want this medal." And I wanted to get y'all's opinion on that. You know, what do y'all think about? Him throwing his medal, Colin. We'll get your opinion first, and then we'll get to Lauren, and I'll get my opinion. So, Colin, what do you think about him throwing his silver medal away into the crowd?
3: Uh, I think he's definitely going to regret it. Uh, when he looks back on it, and maybe, I don't know how long it's going to take him to regret it. Uh, but he'll regret it eventually. Um, uh, that he doesn't have it. I know this quote was something about that uh, he was just going to put it away in a box and. That guy wanted it more than he did, and that is partly true, but eventually he will realize that he, um, yeah. you know, was yeah. in the World Juniors and won a silver medal, and uh, now he doesn't have it um, and probably will never see it again. Um, and it might not ever mean anything to him, but I'm sure that eventually it will come back around and he will regret it. Um, but what a lucky guy, you know, that caught it. Uh, now he's got a silver a silver medal um, just right out of the blue. So, um, he was lucky to be sitting where he was. Um, but, yeah, I think it's he's definitely going to regret that one day.
0: Lauren, your thoughts on the uh, captain throwing his silver medal away?
1: I mean, well, to be honest, I, I
0: don't think he will regret it. I mean, you know, he's
1: he, he seems pretty pissed that, you know, they lost. I mean, it was a 3-1 three lo- loss. Uh, he had six goals and one assist in the whole tournament. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, which isn't terrible by no means. You know, but when you like said, when you get second place, I, I can you know, I could be the- imagining pissed. I mean, you know, in, you know, I've actually here I got the exact quote here. It says, you know. He says, I don't want it. The guy in the stands wanted it more than me, so I gave it to him. I'm just going to have it at home in some box or whatever, so he wanted it more than me. And actually, I know that a Swedish official went and actually got the medal back from the fan and brought it back to um, lias Anderson. And lias Anderson just said, told him to give, give it away. I don't want it. So, like I said, this is actually that fan. Didn't get it. I don't know who ended up with it. So, no, but, I mean, I understand his frustration. I mean, you know, it, 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 I, for us, for me, especially with the he had last night, something like somebody handed me a silver medal and saying you tried tonight, not. And and, 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 and yeah, I'd probably throw it
0: in the stands too. Yeah, my thoughts on it is, you know what a silver medal to me is? It's a participation trophy. Yeah, you tried. You lost but here, hey, here's a trophy. Exactly. Here's something to remember it by. Here you go. Like, I, I did the same thing. Yeah, I played in a rec league, and I was the goalie, and I gave up a soft goal in overtime, and I lost. You know, I lost the championship game. It was my fault. I knew it was my fault, and they gave me a silver medal, and yeah, there was only like 10 people there, and it's mostly wives and kids of it. I just threw it over the net and gave it to the kids. Threw it over into the kids. I was like, I didn't care. I didn't want it. I didn't want to be reminded I'm lost. You know, that, I don't want to get rewarded for losing. I was like, no, that's not cool. I don't want that, and I don't blame them at all for throwing it away. Yeah, I can get it. Yeah, World Juniors is different from, you know, a rec league, but yeah, you lost. I don't want to be reminded that I lost. Yeah, it's a good experience. I always remember being in a tournament, but I don't want to be reminded that I lost. It's a loser. You're a participation trophy, basically. And we always, <laughs> we're getting to that way. Now, you know, we get everybody a trophy. Doesn't matter if you win or lose. Let's not count if you win or lose, but no, that's basically what we're doing. Yeah, he may regret it in the near future when he's on this deathbed or something, and he wants to give something to his kid to remember him by or something, you know, grandkid or something. But, you know, hey, I, I, I don't blame him for doing what he did at all. And so let's, let's move on to our last segment right here, something that I just wanted to talk on because it's one of my favorite players going on still today, and he's actually uh, questionable about his future. Yarmir Yager, the man's been around forever since 1990, 27 years. Absolutely amazing. Playing with Calgary frontings this year on a one-year deal. Got scratched the other night, and now is apparently looking for a way out. Yager possibly being his last year in the NHL. You know, he always expressed a desire to go play in one last Olympics. And him getting possibly getting dumped by the Calgary, they buy him out. He has that ability to go play in the Olympics. Possibly get on with a team after the Olympics. Colin, what do you think about? Is this the last we see of Yager in the NHL? Does he continue to play for the Flames? Do they, let him go and he'd play in the Olympics and come back with some other team. What do you think about it? Do we see
3: this as the last of Yager? Uh, I hate to say that we've seen the last of Yager because I love Yarmir Yager, definitely one of my favorite players of all time. Um, so I hate to say that we've seen the last of Yager. Um, but as, as cliche as it sounds, Yager's going to get what Yager wants if Yager wants a buyout or if he wants to be released in any sort of way in order to um, make an Olympics happen or, um, you know, sign with the team after, he, he'll he make whatever he wants to happen happen. Um, but I, I think this is his last season in the NHL. You know, he said at the beginning it was – almost 100% that it was his last season. I I, I don't think he's coming back after this season uh, for any means. I definitely think it's his last season. I hope we've not seen the last of him in the NHL because I love to watch Yarmulianer play. But he has been around forever, and I would not blame him for any decision he made at this point because he has played a lot of hockey and uh you, you you simply don't know what's going on behind closed doors there in calgary and and what Yarmir Yager wants and what Calgary wants um but i you'll definitely see an answer in the coming days i'm I'm sure, and all uh, that'll get sorted out and you'll learn what Yarmir Yager wanted um through all this, but I definitely hope we haven't seen the last of Yarmir Yager because I do love to watch him play.
0: Lauren,
1: your thoughts on Yager? I, I I definitely think it's his last year. I mean, and I don't blame him. I mean, with, you know, that many seasons, <laughs> he's done his time. I mean, you know, and at this point, you know, I've got an, even a quote here. It says, you know, I'm trying to concentrate on every shift, every minute with the opportunity I've got. And that sounds like somebody who's ready to get, you know, he's tired. I mean, which I don't blame him by no means. You know, he's – and if you think about it he's even on the third line too he doesn't mind it but he's on the third line he's taking it easy this season he's making his money he's going to retire I, I i mean he's got seven the guy's got 766 goals i mean he's third behind Wayne Suczky with 894 and Gordie Howe with 801 i mean you know so again he's he's done his time he's certainly yeah, like I said, they've already come out and said that they're working on an exit, and he said that this is going to be his last season. I definitely think it will be. Wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I, I agree with you. He's a great player. I love to watch him play, but he's done his time.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, he. yeah, I'd love to see him go to the Olympics. You know, the NHL is not allowing its players to go to the Olympics, but we're still having that mandated break, that mandated week-long break, which makes no freaking sense to me if you're not going to let your players to go go to the Olympics. I mean, I understand the risk of letting players and others don't want to do that in case they get injured or something that affects the rest of the season. But, hey, I think we're going to have a good Olympics anyways, and now this gives him a chance to go play possibly – for the Czech Republic in the Olympics, one last time. I still think he can play, honestly, he, and I would love to see him on the Hurricanes. I think he would add, add a great piece on our power play, especially. And, um, but you know, hey, he's had a fantastic career, and I don't, I don't think he ever fit well in Calgary to begin with, honestly. No. But he chose to go there. I mean, he was a plus six in Calgary. And, you know, Calgary struggled last year and to be a plus six. He hadn't even played in 22 games. But to be a plus six, that's not bad in Calgary. Yeah, he only had seven points. But that's about the pace he was on. You know, that's what uh, be 20 some points, which is a little bit lower. But then he was on last year and year before about 15 lower. But that cover team's been struggling and hold, so there's not much he has left to accomplish. And I don't know, maybe he goes, they release him, cut his contract, and he goes and plays the Olympics, and he has a really good Olympics, and he catches on with a team that's making another run to the cup or something. I could see that possibly happening, and I don't mind that. I mean, I think Yagre should still play at the NHL level, but he has to fit on the right. And that's – I don't know if he fits really in any other team. But I know Lauren has one other thing she wants to talk about. Now, Lauren, yeah, your Yeah, well, I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Um, you
1: know, so – on the Red Wings, you know, they're fourth in the Atlantic right now. Um, but we know that Jimmy Howard just recently got a lower body injury. And uh, Peter, I, I, forgive me if I pronounce his name wrong, but Rassic, um will, will start tomorrow's game against Tampa Bay. You know, Lightning. Of course, you know, I, from what it sounds like, the injury doesn't sound serious. But, but I want to kind of grab y'all's opinion on how do you think it will affect the Red Wings and maybe the next Minimum one game, if not few, with Howard being out. I mean, he is a hell of a goalie.
3: Colin, your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, that's fine. Um, I think that right now he's being leaned on quite a bit, more than it even seems on the surface. Um, Yeah. So, even being out the one or two games, it could could mess with a stride even more than just losing one or two games. Um, You lose one or two games, and then even if he comes back, if he's still tweaked uh, from whatever injury that he has sustained, you know, hockey, it's sometimes hard to tell exactly what's going on. But, um, you know, if he's still a little tweaked, a little tight uh, lower body, especially on a goalie, Um, Yeah, I think it could definitely be larger than what it seems on the surface um, to them right now, Um, and you'll definitely have to see. Um, It can mess with his stride, uh, the one or two games with um, a couple losses there, and I think that they need to work on getting him back as as soon as possible when he's comfortable because um, he's definitely a centerpiece of that team right now, and yeah. um, He's definitely one of the best uh, net binders in the league this year and just playing brilliant. So, yeah, I would definitely say it's a it's a huge uh, deal to them right now.
1: Yeah, definitely. I agree. And I hate yeah. to say that's a little what I'm afraid of.
0: <laughs> I, I really don't care about the Red Wings. You know, I still have, hold a big grudge against the Red Wings from O2. You mm-hmm. know, when they beat us in the – finals so um, I, hold that, know, I hold that grudge still I hold that grudge deep and close you know I cried I'm not gonna lie I cried when we lost you know to I'm gonna man up and say I cried hey, that was that hurt me man I, being such a big Hurricanes fan I, that killed me losing to the Red Wings I've held a grudge against them ever since so you know, I'm glad <laughs> they're struggling
2: the and League, I so.
0: I want them to keep struggling so I'm glad but in all real honesty <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, that's my personal. But you know, hey, uh, this is a big blow to them. You know, they they've Go already been him. struggling, and to lose their top goaltender, this is going to be even worse. And hopefully, it's not a serious injury, and they can recover. He can recover quickly, and they can maybe make a push. I don't really, I don't see them making the playoffs this year. I don't at all I, – I think they'll be lucky to even sniff the playoffs. You know, they they do have a easier conference. They have an easier conference, but, yeah, they're not going to – it ain't going to be a wild card. They're going to have to get into the top three in their conference to make the playoffs. But, you know, from Howard's standpoint, yeah, he's getting older, and the Red Wings have looked for options. They have actually tried to trade him before, couldn't get a good enough return for him, so they kept him. And Razick backing them up. Yeah, hey, they got to get something solid in goalie. They, they got to get their forwards producing their. Yeah, they got some young guys, but they're still somewhat of an older team. I just don't see the Red Wings doing much this year, but doing what they're doing right now is floundering in mediocrity.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I think I definitely think it'll hurt him. And again, y'all know uh, I love the Red Wings, but I'm afraid it'll hurt him. And, and that's what, and honestly, and then like going to kind of get back to our team. I'm afraid, you know, fingers crossed. Like it's just a small ankle hurt, and it's just he's just following protocol kind of thing for Aho. But um, you know, he you know, has got the a lower body injury as well. And, of course, you know, that's about all we know is right now, but he's one of our top players. We need him. We need him if we're getting them into the playoffs.
3: Yeah, that we'll is not he good when he went
1: down, yeah. And I hate that we rely on one player for things, you know, for that, but it is what it is.
0: Yeah, it is, but, you know, Hopefully we can. You know, we don't play again till Tuesday against the league leaders. But we'll have a pregame show Tuesday for that game. We'll have a postgame show as well. You can always find us on Facebook at Rockin' the Carolinas. No G in rockin'. And you always can find us also on Twitter and Instagram And also, possibly coming soon, Spotify. And then we also have, uh, for the Android users, Google coming up soon as well. So all the Android users can use the Google Podcast, whatever it is. I use Apple. I don't use Android, so I don't know the exact name of it. But that's coming soon as well. Shirts as well. we got a lot of things coming up. Like our Facebook page, please. Big giveaway coming up soon. we got an autographed puck giveaway. As soon as we reach 100 likes on Facebook, we're giving away an autographed puck. So go get those likes on Facebook. But until Tuesday for our pregame show, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Colin and Lauren. And hopefully y'all can join us. Both of y'all can join us on either their pregame or postgame show Tuesday against Tampa Bay and we can talk some more Hurricanes hockey. Absolutely. All right. Until next time, until Tuesday, we'll see you later, folks. And as always, even though we lost, let's go Canes. Go Canes.
1: Go Kane.